Welcome. This is David Barris, president of the American Association of Bank Directors, host of ABD's Calling All Bank Directors podcast. Today we have as our guest, Linda Bennett, to discuss what you need to know about DNO insurance policies and the current market before your bank renews its policy. This is part one to our DNO insurance discussion with Linda. Linda is the chair of the Insurance Recovery Group and member of the executive board of Lowenstein Sandler. With over 25 years of experience, she represents banks and other corporate policyholders in reviewing and negotiating the terms of DNO insurance policies and litigating, negotiating, and resolving complicated disputes with insurers. Please let me know if you have any follow-up questions by contacting me at dbarris at aabd.org. All right, let's call Linda. Hello, Linda. Welcome to ABD's Calling All Bank Directors podcast. Uh, Hi, David. Thank you very much for the opportunity to speak to you today. Today's subject is what bank directors need to know about D&O insurance, given uh, current circumstances. Linda, what is the current state of the D&O market for banks and bank directors, and what is different or changing? Uh, Well, David, this is a very timely discussion. Uh, The D&O market right now for bankers and bank directors, as well as many companies in many industries, is extremely volatile. Um, In the past 26 years of my practice, I haven't seen anything like this. The market is incredibly in flux. Premiums are skyrocketing. Self-insured retentions are going up. And capacity in the market is shrinking and uh, particularly drying up in in certain industries where it's difficult uh, to keep the full tower of coverage that you have and in some instances to stay with the same carriers that have historically been part of your insurance program. Um, And last, we've also seen a restriction um, in terms, and that is very specific to the bank uh, industry as insurance companies are taking a very careful and hard look at the scope of coverage that they're going to provide for regulatory investigations and other informal inquiries conducted by governmental officials. And all of that, I should note, was happening before COVID-19 took hold in March of this year. Um, And now all of those issues have become even more acute. And it's crucially important for those of you who are coming up on renewals come the end of this year to be very well prepared and reaching out to your brokers and your other insurance professionals to prepare for a very detailed um, underwriting process as well as uh, one that will be potentially painful. As I mentioned, the premiums and self-insured retentions going up in particular has been very surprising for a number of my clients. Linda, uh, what are some of the uh, biggest mistakes that you see banks uh, make? So one of the biggest mistakes that I've seen um, banks make in particular is approaching the purchase of D&O insurance as a procurement process. And by that, I mean, in many instances, uh, clients are most concerned about what the premium is going to be, what's going to be the best price for the most limits. Um, And unfortunately, uh, clients that end up facing a claim learn later and the hard way 
that the devil is really in the details of policy wording, um, and they don't see the differences and the, the nuances to the coverage until after a claim is presented. And one of the things that I pride myself on when I work with clients on the front end of getting their policies in place is showing them that not all policies are created equal in terms of the coverage that's conferred. In addition, not all insurers are created equal. Uh, some are willing to offer flexibility in the terms and conditions that they provide, and other carriers are less willing to negotiate. Um, and most important of all, not all brokers, insurance brokers, are created equal. Um, what, what directors and officers need to understand is DNO coverage is a specialty coverage line, and you really do need a, a highly qualified and experienced broker who is taking your risk to market and will be able to also help you navigate through the underwriting and the claims uh, process. And I will note that many of our clients uh, who have had claims will, will learn the importance of that. You don't have to get rid of your insurance broker that you've had a relationship for many, many years on, on most of your standard coverages and uh, coverage placements. But for DNO coverage, it really is important to be with a broker who, who knows uh, the market, knows the players, and also knows how to negotiate for those terms. As I mentioned, um, the wording can be negotiated. And one of the things that our clients are surprised to learn, um, particularly when we help them uh, review the various policy forms that are being offered, is that you can negotiate uh, some wording changes to these policies without any additional premium. You just need to know uh, what to ask for uh, and how to ask for it. Linda, what's the difference uh, between side A and side B, and uh, why is that important? So the one of the things that's uh, difficult to get your arms around with directors and officers' coverage is it becomes a bit of an alphabet soup. So, you know, one, one thing that I did want to mention, too, is that DNO is really a misnomer. Um, the coverage actually applies not only to the directors and officers, but also to employees and sometimes also to the corporate entity. And the reason that I bring that up in relation to side A and side B coverage is, and, and sometimes you'll also hear reference to side C coverage. So, Side A coverage is dedicated exclusively and only for the individual insureds under the policy. Um, and that coverage will only apply, however, when the company does not have an obligation to provide uh, indemnification to the director or officer or the company is unable, due to financial insolvency or otherwise, they are unable to provide that indemnification to the individual directors and officers. The side B coverage uh, is the coverage that applies to the company when it does have an obligation to provide indemnification to the individuals, and they, in fact, do that. And one of the big differences between side A and side B coverage is side A coverage is not subject, typically, to any self-insured retention. That means the individual director or officer will be able to go directly to the insurance company and get their defense costs paid dollar one. The side B coverage 
it, that's available to the company when they've provided the indemnification is typically uh, subject to that self-insured retention. So if there's a $500,000 self-insured retention on the policy, the company will have to pay the first $500,000 of defense and indemnity costs on behalf of the individuals. And once they've exceeded that amount, uh, the insurance company will start reimbursing um, the, the company for the defense costs that are paid. Linda, uh, we have some more questions for you, and I thought we'd reserve those for the uh, next podcast episode. So we want to thank you very much for joining us today, and we'll be back. Thank you very much. I very much appreciate the opportunity, David. Thank you. Thank you.